Hi, and welcome to Soul to Soul. I'm Dan, and I'm here with my sister from another mister, Myra. Hi, everyone. I hope everyone is well. How are you? Doing okay. Mm. How are you? Um, I'm a hot mess, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna I feel it. I, I've been there. Um, you know, discuss all that. I ain't gonna lie. I'm not okay, folks, and it's okay not to be okay. okay. Right? Yes. This is, this is how it is. We were just discussing kind of like touching back on a conversation we had like six months ago and it's so appropriate if you if you think of the number six um reciprocity um number six is about um generosity charity giving but also receiving are we allowing ourselves to receive we we talked about this in relationships but overall encompassing six months you have new moon phases and full moon phases and you know we're we're starting a new year with lots of new <laughs> kind of scary um shakeups mm-hmm. shakeups seeing what what shakes loose or wasn't meant to or be what there. shakes free free yes and it's all about freedom too Freedom to express yourself, freedom to do the things um, that you feel are good for you, productive, moving forward, and also um, being free to be yourself, being free to make mistakes without the baggage of, hey, this, that, and the other. You know, breaking those cycles is one thing, but when we face it again in a different form, we have to realize what are what can we do differently? What are what can we learn from this? Um, six, yeah, the number six is important, and um, it's been a difficult week <laughs> or a couple of weeks, right? It's been a buildup. Yeah. Well, a difficult week for me, and then, you know, a difficult week and a half, I guess. Yeah. I believe for you. Um, well, <laughs> um, it's been less, it's been less, but it, it was building, right? It was getting to some type of uh, a head. Ahead. Building to a head. Like you can, you, I, I was feeling it, right? Like I was feeling mm-hmm. there's something, something's off. And 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 that's the other thing, um, intuition. So six months ago, we were talking about grief and loss, right? Breakups, shakeups, mm-hmm. all that stuff. And now it's about, um, okay, where are we seeing that again? Where are we um, experiencing something and seeing it in a new way? Boom. And say, dang. And not shaming ourselves about it, not bringing in old crap 
I'm going to say it, old shit. Bringing your yeah. old shit, taking ownership. Hey, I'm not bringing that old shit, old shit and, and, and making it fit into this scenario and seeing um, this relationship, whatever it is or whoever it is, as the same. Because we do that, right? And then we're like, okay, we're going to go do what's familiar and comfortable rather than be uncomfortable, allow it to flow, and then, okay, we can do this. We can do this and, and learn, hey, we've been through rough patches and we're okay. Um, we figure it out. We learn. Mm-hmm. We grow. It's, it's the way to grow. Right? Well, yeah, and that's also part of like being uncomfortable. When you get pushed out of your comfort zone, you learn and you grow as a person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, growing as a person, but also growing with the relationship is important. Right? Because yeah. things get away from us. Things can get away from us. And Either it, it brings us together closer or brings us to a different level of understanding. Regardless, it, it, it brings us to something new, different level. Yeah. If we get sucked into that vortex of, hey, I lost something. I'm always, you know, that mentality of instead of saying, what is this making space for? And that's what happened with me. And I'm going to get emotional during this podcast. Because it's been like that. I feel like I'm having that awakening, that um, higher level of being pushed up and wisdom, mastery. Um, and seeing how amazing I really am during rough times during times of adversity I've been trying to be present for another person going through their own chaos and not realizing um, a few things about it but also about myself and this is really um, unique an individual because we all have our journeys and experiences like yours is different from mine but we can all kind of come to a talking point and say oh my god wow I didn't see that from that perspective oh my gosh you know what I might have missed out you know and that's okay it's okay we don't have to beat ourselves up about it because that's the tendency So, um, I have a big hole right now inside me that, um, is missing. It's kind of like, um, I talked about phantom limbs, but it's more about having, um, part of you. Well, it's about having a loss. Loss. Yeah. And... I don't know if that's the right word anymore. Like, damn, we got to think of a different word because it, it's not, it's not like the death of someone. It's, it's the death of something you thought existed. Yeah. Does that make sense? 
Yeah. But I mean, there is loss with grief as well. Mm-hmm. And that was actually something we had brought up in that previous discussion that we had mm-hmm. had, you know, the six months or whatever before. It was about loss. And what that is. And now it's evolved where it's not quite exactly just loss. It's emptiness. It's yes. the void, right? We, yeah. we fear that, right? Because we associate it with darkness. And then, oh, if things get dark, the lights go out. Then what? No, they just dim a little bit. Well, for some things people, things aren't dim, as bright. Yeah. <laughs> for some people, dim is like too dark. They're used to, yeah. you know, and, and, and that's the other thing, like in order to be illuminated, awakened or see the truth of things, see the light, we have to do it by being our, our own light, searching within, which is our shadow side, which, you know what, our shadow side is beautiful. It's a beautiful aspect of ourselves without that that shadow with the light we we do not grow we don't thrive we don't see the sides the different sides of things the different perspectives so my previous fears was always feeling like I had to be in that darkness to see myself much less somebody else's light and I think I'm coming out, out out of that darkness into a different light, meaning a different perspective of different way of seeing things, experiencing things, life. And um, I've been playing it safe. I'm going to admit it. Guys, if you're out there and this resonates and you've been good on your own and saying, hey, I can do what I want. I'm good. You know, if I find someone great, if I'm happy, fine, you know, blah, blah, blah. Look, you're, you're not living to your fullest. You're just not. Yeah. If you're, if you're doing small because it's safe and comfortable or it's something you've learned to, in order to become healthier, you can, you can have more. It's not about going big and go home. It's, more is more. More is more. Why limit yourself to smaller things? And live more. Experience more. Live bigger. And I feel that once you get to that energy, that point where I can have more than what I dreamed of and get used to that, Get used to that. As uncomfortable as may be, as humble as you may be and say, oh, I've always been practical. I've always been that monk. I've always been um, that hermit. Whatever it is. (laughs) More. Start seeing yourself in that more. Seeing yourself. Even during this crazy pandemic, historical event that we're living in, we need to see where we can do more because living less, like I didn't realize how, how living my living circumstances were until we were in isolation and lockdown. I was like, wow, this isn't a big leap for me. Oh my God. 
<laughs> yeah. And there's been a lot of people that I know personally that this whole quarantining stuff, it's just, you know, another regular day for them. Oh my God. That's, and, and to me, that's like, <gasps> I, I have to gasp. <laughs> I have to gasp because it's like, I didn't see it until somebody came into my space and pushed me out of it. You know, that cocoon. It made me get get back into living, getting messy, getting messy. Oh my God. Have we talked <laughs> about messy, right? Oh, how we get messy. Remember when you were a kid and you could play in a sandbox before they made it like a thing? I, you know, how hazard. Oh, there's stuff in the sand. Oh, there's stuff. Like when we were kids, we could stomp on, you know, puddles, get dirty, eat dirt. <laughs> like yeah. Pies, right? yeah. <laughs> Swim with the fishes. <laughs> Swim in the rivers and streams and not be like, oh my God, we're going to get, you know, some kind of disease or something. Malaria. <laughs> Things like that. And, and, and then you're like, okay, um, what has changed? What has changed? Well, a lot of things have changed. But Well, society is part of it. Yeah, but... Here's the thing. It didn't have to, right? Yeah. It didn't have to. Like, we we lived through that, and we're okay. We talked about corporal punishment, you know, how mm-hmm. <laughs> we were reprimanded as children. <laughs> that is nice and mild. But yeah. we, we survived that. It's not, it's not about good or bad. It's just, it was different. Different circumstances, different situations, different yeah. environment, you know. Well, I mean, and even now, like, therapists and people are like, oh, well, that's not healthy. That's not good. Mm-hmm. It, you know. And it makes you wonder, like, what's changed? Why isn't it good anymore? What, you know, because it worked for, you know, us. Why doesn't it work anymore? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I feel it's because the world has gotten uglier and we feel like we are, and I say we like I have a frog in my pocket. Um, <laughs> well, tell him I said hi. And you better kiss him so you can have that prince. <laughs> it's salmonella. <laughs> oh, the gift that keeps giving. <laughs> um. I think it's fear. It's where fear started to overtake, you know, rational thinking or adventure exploring. I'm not going to say, let's go to the Amazon and pick up some, you know. (laughs) I mean, look at what we're living in right now. And people Mm -hmm. are just like all kinds of sideways, upside down and direct. And we can't come to that equilibrium of existing with it because we want to resist it. We just want that cure. We want that miracle cure, that, that pill, mm-hmm. make it go away. Make the boogeyman well, I think go part away. of it's laziness. Yeah. Yeah. It, be, it comes down to that instead of you taking ownership for your experience and saying, you know what? I'm going to go out in nature. I'm going to get 
buck naked and I'm going to throw myself into the pond. And, you know, if I come out with something, hey, I took my chances. If I swallowed some seawater, <laughs> you know, and I went swimming in the ocean, I, you know, I, I'm taking the hit for it, right? I lived, I lived through it. I, I feel that that's, that's a big thing right now. Um, you know, Saturn, Jupiter, Mars, Pluto, Neptune, all these influences all at once. And then Venus comes in and says, hey, how can we love our way through this instead of fear it? And I feel that profoundly in the past week, like where I've had to override fear with love by filling my cup, knowing I can't fill the other person's cup to honor them in that sense of allowing them to get through their stuff without me. Yeah. Um, and then that also caused grief too, though, because you, you know, you want to, you doubted there. yourself. You felt a certain way. You know, yeah. I wanted to, you be, wanted to be there. You wanted to, yeah. I just wanted to be there for them. It wasn't about anything from more for me because that person fulfilled me. They didn't think they were fulfilling me, but in that time and the moment, it was enough because I was considerate of them. But I can't change their mind. I can't impose on them what I see, my perspective. So I have to honor their decision or their choice and say, okay, I'm going to step back and and away from this so that they can have less confusion, not be as burdened, not feel guilt or shame because they're not being able to do for me what I'm doing for them. Like, and it is about that reciprocity. And when you're in a relationship, and this is something I said, when you're in a relationship, a real relationship, you're going to go through those highs and lows. You're going to go through those rough patches and one person is going to have more and you're going to have less. It's, it's just how it the way is. way things are. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're never completely 50-50 or 100 all the time. It's just, it's not. But that's what what makes you love each other more. That's what brings you more into each other's space, the bond to seed yourselves as, as souls is that ability to be present in your own way and know that your love language, because we're not all the same, is enough. It's not being perfect. It's not overgiving. It's being enough. Being enough. How can we be enough? And that's where the love comes in. This is where that Venus energy comes in and says, what have you learned about love and fear? And what choices are you doing? How are you owning it? So for me, it was owning it through facing a possible loss of someone who I can't even begin to describe means so much to me and has done so much to me and I haven't even been able to express that and show that to them of how 
this their presence their existence in my in my life for the past six months or more has made such a, a growth impact for me because I'm no longer trapped in that past it's shaken loose I've I've become free and I can speak about it now but that person's no longer with me so I have hope and that's the reward of it is to still yeah. have hope because there's hope in all things absolutely if you can see that even in that dim place even when everything's shaken loose and there may not be much left there's hope there's still hope and it's really hard to see sometimes <laughs> but it's there yeah and and seeing yourself in that that place seeing how beautiful you are when you're vulnerable and you're experiencing loss it is a beautiful process because there's so much you can do for yourself if you're willing to do that for another person another being another creature you definitely can look at yourself and see how beautiful you are to be in a place of sadness and still want help, still ask for help, still need and and be there for yourself. And even if that's not enough, hey, I totally understand when people feel they're too broken to do that but there's a gift in asking even if you don't get it right away mm. if it, if whatever i have been reaching out and i'm mm -hmm. so grateful and thankful because each time it has provided me with something really beautiful in helping me find that light that hope that calm that stability because it's been a storm and um it's been emotional i think this year is going to be about flowing through our emotions and those rough periods and being able to say hey i'm i'm, I'm not willing to get help right now but i will or you know what, I need help, but I don't know what that's supposed to look like. I don't know what form it's supposed to be. I have a life coach. So that person has been my anchor. <laughs> um, when I can't reach out to you or other, or other people, and um, it has been a gift and a blessing. And I'm grateful that that's there for me. Because if it wasn't, I don't know. And I don't even contemplate what it could have, should have. I just don't. I'm just, hey, this is working. This is helping. Yeah. But you, you said something really important, though. It's about the help. 
Yeah. So how... How about when you don't have the loss, but you still have the storm, the chaos? That's a good question. That's something like, like for me personally, do you just ride out? You know, you have to know that it's going to pass. Now, but there's a really important ingredient to that. <laughs> Since where we started talking earlier. <clears throat> Patient. Not just a virtue. No, it's not. And let me tell you, it's, it's difficult, right? Because that mm-hmm. Mars energy wants us to act, wants to initiate, be impulsive. And then here we are trying to be accommodating allowing accepting and you know part of us just wants hey let's let's fix this <laughs> let's fix this and you can't sometimes you can't and then you gotta accept that hey sometimes it just needs something else you you don't have to know what that is and that's so, okay and that's okay. That's okay. Absolutely. Okay. Um, what do you think has been the greatest high point for you? If any, what's the, the, the biggest? The high point so far this year? Mm-hmm. I mean, just, you know, what I've learned, you know, with my personal relationship, you know, and, you know, just how happy that, you know, I can be and my other person can be and stuff like that. So is happiness the goal? Yeah, kind of. I mean that's kind of what I achieve for or strive for anyway, is is trying to be happy. So. But sometimes we're not. Yeah. Sometimes we're not. But we can be. Um, We can get I don't want to say get past. Or move on or overcome. I want to no, no. say Let's go it's okay with. to be unhappy. Yeah. And you have to flow with it. Yeah. Flow is good. Yep. And I think we may have to end this here. Absolutely. Um, Thank you, everyone, for being with us and being in our presence. And I hope this resonates and helps each and every one of you who is experiencing some type of loss. Maybe you're not. You're good. You're happy. But you haven't really faced or confronted or had a conversation with yourself about 
those possibilities or past experiences. So with that, um, here's another session of Soul to Soul. And I wish you lots of love and peace and be safe. You've been listening to Soul to Soul with Myra and Dan. Look forward to seeing you again on the next one.